It's officially three years in business at the time of this recording, and I'm so excited. You know, sometimes I even find myself amazed. So in this particular episode, I'm getting down and dirty, pulling back the curtain and talking about what three years in business as an entrepreneur has taught me. If you ever thought to yourself, yes, Dr. Lacey, I want to start a business. This is the episode for you. Welcome to another episode of the Grace Over Grind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lacey C. Robbins of Robbins Nest Consulting, founder of the Everyday Business Conference, consultant to small and mid-sized businesses, and coach to women who are ready to use their knowledge, background, and expertise to build a platform and make more money. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition, another episode of the Grace of a Grind podcast. I'm, again, so excited because on today, I am celebrating three years in business. Now, if you don't know my background, don't know my story, I have been working in nonprofit, nonprofit industry pretty much my entire career, if you count education, because education technically is also a nonprofit. Um, but this is actually my second business to launch and lift to full capacity. Um, the first being, and I have to tell you, the first being uh, interior uh, redesign. And it was a business that my father, bless his heart, he has been gone now for some time. Um, but it was in a business that my father made the first investment of $1,000 into my business because he believed in his little girl that she could take this on and make it happen. That was definitely a successful business, but it was also one that um, I would say didn't necessarily keep my attention. But it was one that allowed me to start to cut my teeth and quickly realize that entrepreneurship and being in business for myself was something I was very much interested in. So in this particular episode, I'm just going to tell you now, sis, sit on back, get your coffee, get your water, you know, whatever you want to sip on and maybe your notebook, because I'm excited to share with you three things that I learned in business over the last three years. Yes, as of October 21st, 2020, Robin's Nest Consulting is celebrating three years in business. Now, here's the big difference between that and Coppin's Corner um, redesign. I don't even remember the full name of the business. It was like, we help you to refocus, re something and redesign. Uh, oh, refocus, reimagine and redesign your space. And that particular business was birthed out of the idea of helping people to do just that, to flip their spaces in preparation for selling them. At the time, it was, you know, really popular television shows that were highlighting that on HGTV. And being the fact my grandfather was an interior designer, I guess I just had the little bug. And if you recall, if you've listened to any previous episodes, I shared with you all how I thought I wanted to be an interior designer, an interior decorator. 
even down to taking a couple of classes. Mm -hmm. See, it was all connected together, right? <laughs> but nevertheless, heading off to Italy, coming back, allowed me to realize that in fact, no, I do not want to do interior design because, you know, those CAD classes, it was a bit much. But I am st still very much interested in business. So fast forward a little bit. In 2017, I found myself in a position where I was uh, leading a multi-million dollar company as the executive director of a local nonprofit um, group here in town in Milwaukee. And as that leader, you start to do what leaders do, which is make connections. So I found myself having coffee with this person, lunch with that person, grabbing breakfast with this person, attending this event, blah, blah, blah. And as you're going through the motions, people start picking your brain, asking questions. Do you happen to have a contact for fill in the blank? And oftentimes I would have just that answer. Oftentimes I would be able to share that information with them or I had um, a contact that could assist them with whatever they were asking about. So one morning I was, or one afternoon rather, I was at lunch um, with a fellow executive director and she said to me, you know what, Lacey, you do such a great job of bringing people together. You are a connector in this town. And I said, you think so? And I really identified with that. And I started reflecting on the fact that, you know what, I am a connector because people often will ask me and I know someone who can fill the need. She went on to say, you should do something where you bring us all together and so that we can all connect together. And so at the time I thought, huh, maybe, then I don't know about that. Well, I would have this very exact same conversation, no lie, with two other women. And in between conversation <laughs> number two and three, I also happened to mention to my husband how these women kept bringing this idea to me about doing something where I would bring women together to mm, communicate, connect, so on and so forth. Well, you know, Pastor Robbins, ladies, you I've had him here on the show before. He was gung-ho for it and encouraging me. And babe, you absolutely should do it. You're traveling all over the country, sharing someone else's message, inspiring someone else, instructing someone else. Why not do it for yourself? And you know what I said? <laughs> Man, you're tripping. Literally, I allowed his inspiration, his motivation for me, his cheerleading to go in one ear and out the other. It was not until I had conversation number four where the lady was saying to me, another executive here in town running a nonprofit, Lacey, you need to do something. Will you bring us all together? You're such an amazing connector. You need to do something for women that I literally looked up to heaven and said, okay, God, I'm listening. <laughs> now, isn't it funny how sometimes we could be receiving the messages from God, the very messages we have been praying for. God, give me a sign. God, let me know. I'm going to throw a dart and see where it lands. This is where I should be going or heading and doing. And God is sending us messages every single day. We just 
don't always take the time to listen. That was my issue. I wasn't taking the time to listen. Like he kept sending me the message. He kept sending me various people, various women, all in leadership, all executive directors in town, and P.S., my bestie, my husband, also giving me this encouragement to launch out and to start this business. So after woman number four, I had to go back home, go to my husband and say to him, you know what, babe, I think you're right. I think I need to start this business and I need to focus on leadership. Well, part of the reason why I knew I needed to focus on leadership is because I was looking at what has been happening here in our hometown of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and that is a leaky talent pipeline. We seem to have a really tough time retaining talent, especially talent of color, people of color. Um, So let me just say it, black people don't tend to stay in Milwaukee, myself included. I never in a million years that I'd be coming, living back home in Milwaukee. I honestly thought that I would spend my days and retire in like Nashville where I had moved from or were moved to for school and moved back from, or even to Texas, someplace, if you don't hear the theme, warm. But nevertheless, I'm back here in Milwaukee. And this is something that our town is actually known for. We're known for not retaining talent. So when I started noticing that this seemed to be a challenge, I started tapping back into my background, my roots, and my research with my doctoral studies and thinking a lot about leadership. So if you don't know, if maybe this is one of your first times listening to the podcast, I actually have both a master's degree and a doctorate degree in leadership. My doctoral studies are actually focused around metacognitive theory because I was really curious about how people think and how people process. And so I use all of that information even to today and I continue to add to my background and (laughs) build my pocket worth of knowledge uh, because I'm definitely a collector of things. And in this case for me, It's a collector of knowledge, but it served me well over the years because it's allowed me to connect with people and it's allowed me in my own leadership and how it's grown and how it's morphed to be able to serve others. And so when I started thinking to myself and having this conversation with my husband, sitting at the classic kitchen table, in this case, our table was in the dining room. And DrLacy.com was born. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, DrLacy.com, what is that? Well, that was the face of Robin's Nest Consulting. All of the legal paperwork, all of the filings with the state, blah, blah, blah. Because yes, this is a real business with an EIN number and all the things. It's actually listed as Robin's Nest Consulting. However, it's also a business that my husband and I started together in 2017, August to be precise of 2017, and I wanted to have my own leg. He wanted to have his own leg of the consulting firm, and so we decided to make what they call a DBA or a doing business as forefront of the business, and so for me, it was DrLacy.com. But as I kept working in the business and he kept working in the ministry rather than in the consulting side of the house, I made a decision after year one, which was to, you know what, 
let's repurpose and rebrand, reimagine, <laughs> and let's let Robin's Nest Consulting come to the forefront. So number one out of the three things that I've learned in being in business this last three years would be consistency. Holy smokes. Now, if you listen to any coach, any sort of, um, you know, athlete, uh, any business owner, they will all say consistency is king or in my case, queen. And so I had to be consistent. I had to keep going. This was the only way that I really knew that one, I wanted to do this long term. And two, that I needed to change the face of the business from drlacy.com to Robin's Nest Consulting. Now, the fact that we created and Robin's Nest Consulting was always there, but brought that name to the forefront, it let people know instantly what we do. We're a consulting firm, a boutique consulting firm to be precise, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but serving nationwide. And so this consistency helped me to really start to see what are my big ideas that and messaging that I want to be able to offer to other individuals. Well, I knew above all else, I needed to be able to create a space where women could come together. And if you've ever looked at our logo, you'll notice that there is a nest built of our logo and it's three rings, this being one of them. And the Everyday Business Conference was born. So the Everyday Business Conference has focused on the very first year what seems impossible today is everyday business in your future. And it focused on my book um, by the same title, Everyday Business Conquering What Seems Impossible. And that was the launch of uh, after one year in business, we boom, here is this book that has been birthed, right? And it was amazing because in the very first year, all about drlacy.com. My husband allowed me to launch it. And yes, I say aloud because he is the pastor of this of our church um, at one of our women's events. The women were so excited. They were so proud. And I remember standing there saying, and next year I'm going to host a conference for women. Now, ladies, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what this conference would look like. I had no idea where I would even hold the conference, but I knew that I was going to do it. I knew that it had to happen. And so being consistent allowed me to create content and that content would later, later turn into a book and the book would later inspire the Everyday Business Conference. And that conference would be hosted two years in a row. And then this year, Rona hit. So we didn't have a conference. Oh, but you best believe, sister. Next year, we are back on the scene. So already save your date, October 2021, that I'll be hosting the Everyday Business Conference. And I believe it'll be one that we'll be able to host in person. Now, here's number two that I learned along the way. And this is something that helped me very greatly, which was coaching. Coaching had to be an investment for myself. Now, oftentimes you may think to yourself, well, why, why does she need a coach? If she's a coach, why does she need a coach? Well, think about all of your pro athletes. 
All of them have coaches. It's the way that you become better at your game. As a consultant, there is a difference between a coach and a consultant. A coach is someone who doesn't necessarily have to be an expert in what it is that you do or what you offer, but they have strategies and techniques that can assist you in um, maybe a foundational thing such as business, whereas a consultant is an expert in your area and in your field. So Robin's Nest Consulting, for example, we're able to help people with your business, for instance, or in your leadership style or in talent retention, because these are areas in which we are an expert. However, we also have coaches that can assist you in other areas that you might have um, that are more broad because we want to still be able to support you. So what I quickly realized about myself is when I made my first real investment in coaching. Now I'm not talking about like, you know, let me buy the $99 program or this downloadable for, you know, $29.99. I'm talking about a five figure investment in coaching that was um, a nine month program. That's when I started to see a pivot and a shift in both my mindset and in my business. This is when I really realized like I can do this and not only can I do this, I can do this long term. There are people that knew me at the beginning of the program that see me today and my whole mindset has pivoted because of this experience of coaching. I've had the opportunity over the years to still keep in contact with my original coach, but I also have branched out and worked with three other coaches each time a five-figure investment because I continue to build myself. The first two years of my business were really working on the business. This year, going into and being a part of year three, celebrating year three even, I'm working in the business. Now, for those of you who might be thinking, I really want to start a business, you have to realize one, again, consistency has to be key. And two, you've got to be willing to make an investment in yourself somehow, be it for myself, it was in coaching. Your investment might look a little bit different. It might be that you are making an investment elsewhere. You might be investing um, your time and working with mentors. But please understand this. You don't sow, um, you don't like plant apple seeds and expect oranges to grow, right? So you don't sow into someone else's business and your personal experience and expect something different to come up. I've sown money or paid money invested in myself. So I'm looking for a financial or a money return. And that's exactly what I've had. That's exactly what has happened when I made the decision to start to invest in myself. There's two things really that you're investing and that I <laughs> am continuously reminded of. I invest both time and money, time and money, often which people wish they had more of. I don't care how you slice it, how you dice it. We all wish we had more of it. And over this year, I've learned that with my time, there's a, a theory called Parkinson's law. And what it essentially says is that the amount of time given a task, that, that a task will fill the amount of time that you give it. A task will fill the amount of time that you give it.
And so I've learned how to condense time because I will literally say to myself, you have an hour to complete fill in the blank, this topic, whatever the case might be. And at the end of this hour, you got to cut it. And so since you have to cut it, you've got to be intentional and purposeful into what you are doing and what you are completing to make it happen. <laughs> whatever happen might happen to be or, or could be. I think another thing I've also learned was just the fact of having to give myself some grace. And this is something that item number two, still working with coaches has taught me. One coach, she would often say, because I always felt behind, right? I'm not no 25, 30 year old coach, y'all. I got some years on this girl. And that's a blessing for me because it's a benefit for my clients. And one of the things that she would often say was, you're right where you're supposed to be because I would feel behind. I'm, I told you guys at the beginning of this episode, I'm pulling back the curtain. I would feel behind. I would feel like, am I missing out on something? What am I not doing correctly? Why isn't this moving faster? When in actuality, I was right where I was supposed to be. Do you know how to handle a new job offer? What about a promotion? Mm, I got it. How about when you make the pitch and they say no, what do you do to start to recover? Yes, I'm celebrating three years in business and I'm pulling back the curtain to teach you my special masterclass. They're expecting you to negotiate what to do with an offer on the table. Be sure now to visit the link in the show notes or in the bio. And for the next 72 hours, grab special anniversary promo pricing because this is a masterclass you don't want to miss. Once you realize that you're right where you're supposed to be, it makes a huge difference. And here's another thing, to stop comparing yourself to someone else. Because if you compare your, you know, year three with someone who's in their like year 10 or year 20 or even year three, you are doing yourself a disservice because no one is you. You are you. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can step into your own shine, which leads me to point number three. The third thing that I learned after three years in business is to bring your own shine, to set your own stage, and to stay in the spotlight. Yes, you heard it right. Stay in the spotlight. Now, we are often are taught, especially as girls, we've been socialized and developed to not brag on ourselves, not uh, you know, position ourselves or, or boast ourselves. We're taught to remain humble and wait your turn. Well, if you've been following along here recently, you know I'm talking about business rules for women to break, as in today. Okay, today. Well, this is one of them. You need to be breaking the rule of waiting for permission and breaking the rule of waiting to be acknowledged. So for myself, last year, we would host a conference, the Everyday Business Conference, Money, Mindset, and Momentum. But I also added a second type of meetup, which was called the Sweet Life Social. 
I honestly can tell you guys, I think the Sweet Life Social might be my fave, partly because it's a chance for us as women to get all dolled up, have great food. I love being able to spoil the women who attend, whether you, um, you know, want to or not. There are various things that are offered to you. It just is a chance to feel opulent. And that's something I definitely identify with. I am all for normalizing black wealth. Hello. And I want to create a space for women that they feel the same, that they can feel this uh, luxury, for lack of a better word. I want them when they come into the space, black, white, Latina, Asian, BIPOC, all the things, I want them to feel as though they have stepped into a space that's been transformed for them. And after hosting my third Sweet Life Social, it finally conveyed the message and the feeling and the atmosphere that I had been wanting and longing for, that I had originally envisioned in my mind. The same with last year's Everyday Business Conference, the exact same thing. And this reminded me again of the power of consistency. Don't you know that if I would have stopped the first Everyday Business Conference, which mind you, almost did not happen because the hotel where I had my kickoff in 2017 had lost our reservation and Pastor Robbins flipped the entire sanctuary because at the time we were in a storefront to create a meeting space, right? And my little black dress reception, which, you know, is the Sweet Life Social, was held at Devon's in their large room, um, banquet room, and it was served with appetizers only because that's what my budget could afford. And it was with a VIP ticket. Whereas this last year, it was just a general ticket. You just purchased that ticket and it got you a full four course meal, wine pairings, champagne entry, if that was your thing. And it also included the conference the next day. Well, hosting the Sweet Life Social two more times by itself, this last spring, it truly was everything that I could imagine. I'm going to make sure to add a link to the Spring Sweet Life Social where you can actually grab the virtual replay and take your seat at the table because this is how beautiful the space was. The attendees said the food was amazing, but the conversation was even more powerful all around how to drop the ball, achieving more by doing less. It was just a dynamic morning. We had a brunch, which y'all know brunch is my favorite. It was just a great time. So here's an extra bonus as to something that I've learned the three years that I've been in business. And so maybe it's kind of like when you would have your birthday and they'd say one, two, three, and one to grow on. Well, here's my one to grow on. And as we prepare to walk into, um, you know, moving towards year four, it would be to continue to refine and to build our team. This is what I'm taking as I'm closing out year three and moving into my fourth year of entrepreneurship. We have got to have the right team. Now, y'all, I have been interviewing for VAs thus far, and the talent pool is pretty slim out there that I've come across thus far. So if you know somebody, 
slide into the DMs. If you are somebody, slide into the DMs. Send me your resume, your portfolio, Dr. Lacey C. Robbins on IG and on LinkedIn um, because your girl needs some help. And so as the business is growing, it's kind of like a fish, right? A fish cannot grow beyond the size of the pond that it's in or the tank that it's in. Well, I know now that I need to continue to add to the team so that we can continue to grow. I also know and have learned over the course of this year that I have refined my message and continue to do so and continue to niche down even more. When I first started my business, I knew I wanted to help women in leadership, right? Wow, that's specific, (laughs) said no one ever. But what I've learned over the course of these three years is that not only am I helping women in leadership, but I'm actually assisting women who are looking for seven keys to get them to the C-suite, women who are looking to pivot careers, and women who are looking to pivot into entrepreneurship. That's still three very big audiences. And I believe in this next year, I'm going to start paring down even more because as I've had the opportunity to work with all three types of women in each one of those segments, sometimes I find myself really being drawn to another type of woman than the other as they're working in those different segments and in those different areas. And I want to ensure that I'm bringing my best to the table every single time. And I also still enjoy working with small to mid-sized businesses on their talent retention as well. But with the current state of what's happening, or I should say, however, with the current state of what's happening, I also am finding myself starting to move into diversity, equity, and inclusion work as well, because that's something that's very passionate for me and something that I think is really important also for my hometown. So what do you think? What should we be moving towards in year four? What would you like to see? You can let me know by either commenting on this episode or you can also slide into my DMs. It has been an absolute pleasure to be on this journey. Not every day was easy. I'd be lying if I said that it was. There were definitely plenty of times when I thought to myself, what are you doing? Do you even know what you're doing? And is this something that you want to continue to do? And it always would be easier to give up than to continue in the journey that you've been called to. But I did not want to have a personal Jonah experience, right? And so I continue in the journey. And I truly believe, and I'm so grateful that God has allowed me to be connected to multiple people in this three-year journey. When COVID hit, when the quarantine began, I had a meeting with the CEO. Yes, in March of 2020, I made God the CEO of my business. And you might be thinking to yourself, oh, that's an interesting concept, but it's one that is working for my business. All the way down to my prayer time in asking the father, what is the next direction that you would want for Robin's Nest? Because I honestly want God to bless our hand, want God to bless what we do, and want to do anything and everything that's going to please him at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, we are a reflection of him. We are a reflection of the gifts that he's placed within us. 
If you don't hear me say anything else today, out of the three things, well, plus one to grow on that I've learned after three years in business, please hear this. I've learned that my sole goal is to reflect the love and the heart of Jesus to every person that I meet. It can look a lot of different ways depending on who it is. However, I can still be a testimony in his love just in how I interact with someone else. And to me, that's the best part of the job is that you are able to show up in your full and total self and that I'm able to connect with so many amazing people from across, literally across the world these last three years. So what is it that is on the horizon for year four? Well, you're going to have to stay tuned. Obviously, this year we launched the Grace Over Grind podcast and ladies, that's not going anywhere. Did you enjoy this particular episode? If so, please take the time to consider giving it a five-star review and sending it to another lady leader that you know who could use this information on today as it would mean the world to me. I'm so excited and honored that you would take the time to join me in this celebration of three years in business. And as I always say, since day one, from process to practice, grab your stilettos and let's go. Thanks again for joining and I'll see you soon.